0: It's time for The Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online for all your website needs at sonicwebstudios.com. The Mike Wagner Show brings you interesting people doing interesting things all across the globe. Now, let's get started on The Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com. Mike Wagner with you here on The Mike Wagner Show, powered by sonicwebstudios.com. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your website design needs at sonicwebstudios.com. And also The Mike Wagner Show is on mikewagnershow.com and also featured on SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, through iHeartMedia. You can also visit us online at themikewagnershow.com. And coming all the way from Detroit, Michigan, a longtime singer, songwriter, Lee Guitars for Brownsville Station, still smoking in the boys' room. And, of course, he's also a country singer, and he just keeps going and going and going. And here to talk about, just coming out of the boys' room, ladies and gentlemen, Billy Craig. Billy, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us.
1: Mike Wagner, how you doing? How's everything going?
0: Hey, we're doing great here in beautiful North Dakota. So you've been with Brownsville Station for quite some time. And of course, you've done some remakes with Smoke in the Boys Room and also a couple of originals are still with the band, Mike Lutz and H H Bomb Wex. So anyway, first of all, tell us how you got started. Uh with Brownsville or with my own music. Let's start with your own music, then Brownsville Station.
1: Oh, you know, uh, I've been involved in music
0: my whole life. I started, actually
1: the 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 very beginnings of when I got into music, my brother's uh band uh they their lead guitar player left because college was over and it was time for him to leave town and i was the only choice so he had me play lead guitar right right after that so boom in the eighth grade i was out gigging and doing shows
0: that is something and and of course you must have um Played Eric guitar Brownsville Station and, of course, Cub Coda, the lead singer. And, of course, what it would have been like working with him if he was still alive?
1: You know, I, I never met Cub. And everybody that uh, I've talked to that ever has said he was a warm, uh, really fun individual to be around. And uh, I, I wish I could have. Um, he's uh, senior to me, so it, it would have been, you know, quite... Uh, a thing to meet
0: cub that that sounds interesting too and of course you know you know you know being in music for quite some time who would you say your biggest influences and your early influences in music
1: it's really you know it's really hard to really say because um number one uh i'm i'm a singer songwriter uh but i'm also a lead guitar player so if you're talking about guitar I went through with you know all the greats you know i mean everybody joe walsh and peter frampton and of course eddie van halen and you know all the big um players i was affected stevie ray Vaughan you know all those guys but then uh the other side of it is the the whole singer songwriter thing and you know in, in country music uh i always loved three chords and the truth but i was also very into uh, you know like James Taylor and and those kind of singers that put together some really really great music. Mm-hmm. Of course, Bob Seger. I have to say Bob Seger as well. Uh huh. He's from, uh, he's the hero from Detroit. You know.
0: Mhm. Yes, that is amazing too. And how about Kid Rock? He's also from the Detroit area.
1: Yeah, you know it's it's funny because. Um, I have a couple stories about Kid Rock, but I don't know if I should ever tell them.
0: <laughs> or, or, or at least just skim through them, you know? It's like, you know, hopefully he's not listening.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I had a couple of chances to, uh, to play with Kid Rock, and I, I just never uh, really pursued it, and... I don't know, it might be a regret in my life, you know. It was uh I, I got handed a cassette and asked if I'd be interested and it was before he went huge and and at the time I was a little disgruntled. Um I just got done with another project and I was kind of just kind of like not ready and and I so I didn't really pursue it. Mm-hmm. Funny how that works and in the next thing I knew I was watching the the Grammys, and there he was on TV playing the piano, and I'm like, I might have made a wrong turn somewhere, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know?
0: Of course, these things do happen as well, too, of course, you know, being Bronzeville Station, a nice uh, revival, you guys are touring, and we're currently touring um, at this time with Bronzeville Station.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, we we basically do shows in the summer, uh, it's not a, a year-round kind of st- thing uh we we have a current album called stir uh still smoking and uh we just basically go out in the summer um kind of like the ted nugent thing you know mm-hmm. in the spring spring to fall and and then uh the rest of the year's ours, you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: mike and uh michael Lutz and and uh henry uh are pretty, uh, busy with their recording and stuff like that. Uh, Michael actually produced the last two Ted Nugent albums. And so, you know, he's always doing projects and projects. And, you know, while those guys were doing all that, that's when I kind of, uh, you know, I was able to squeeze out four different of uh, my own solo albums. And uh, over the last year, I put together this the Sonic Tunesmith. And uh, it seems to be getting a little traction here and there.
0: That is nice. Tell us about the projects you've been in with your four albums. Uh, Well,
1: the interesting thing is, is that the first album that I put out is called this side of somewhere. And that album actually started out of all things at sun studio down in Memphis. You know, the studio where Elvis and, and Johnny cash got their start. That, in that session, I think this is like, I don't know, 2006 or something like this, but at that session, uh, that's where I met Henry H. Baumweck, the drummer from Brownsville Station. He was invited to the session. I didn't know him before then. and uh, He kind of helped around the session, and And he was such a nice guy. We kind of hit it off and and turned into really, really good friends, exchanged uh phone numbers and emails after the session and it just kind of uh we talked for really years after that and and became very very good friends and it's funny because at the time he just really did, never thought brownsville would ever start doing anything again and and then i got a call the fateful call and then uh he wanted to know if I would listen to some of the new Brownsville stuff. And so he sent me the new album and, uh, I listened to it and I sent him a note and I said, I think it's really cool. And I said, if, if you, uh, guys decide to uh put a band back together i know a crazy rock guitar player that could fill the spot for you and that was me so Mm -hmm. and so they invited me out um to do some of the final uh, some guitar uh tracks and some vocal tracks and uh there again it just kind of felt right for everybody and it just kind of fell into it and and uh, we put the show together, and it's been, I don't know, just six or seven years now.
0: And that is amazing, too. You've um, put together a lot of good stuff. And, of course, um, have you ever actually opened up for Ted Nugent or anybody like that?
1: Oh, yeah. We did uh, two shows with Ted. Uh, we did a show. Uh, that, that was a lot of fun. We did a show uh, with Boston. That, that that was a big one for me. I was a mm. big huge huge Boston fan. So uh, yeah, we did uh, a lot of different shows, and we, we toured right uh, down into Ohio and went into West Virginia a little bit and that kind of thing.
0: Would you say it was your favorite opening act to play with, and the most challenging?
1: Uh, as is us being a special guest,
0: you mean? Correct, yeah. Uh, probably
1: Boston. Uh, Boston is the you know they they sound exactly like the record. Um, they're they're a great band, you know. And uh, but I tell you what, the funniest uh part about when we did the show with Boston, I almost it. it mike you would have laughed your your uh, butt off because we they were having technical issues during the uh sound check mm. and so i'm backstage i'm going i gotta get my rig and i'm talking to my uh, uh tech i'm going let's get it up uh you know let's get it it the access to the backstage area was up some steps and, and and then into the door, but it had like this wraparound deck that went over to where the backstage area were the, you know, rooms for the bands and all that kind of stuff. And and uh, so I, I talked to my tech and I said, okay, so while they're doing their thing, we're going to sneak, sneak my rig up right up on, on the top of the steps right inside the door and we'll start kind of getting things together, okay? And he was like, oh, okay. So we uh, first thing, we grabbed uh, the uh, cabin. I got a Marshall 4x12 and a, a, a Mesa Boogie dual rectifier. And we, we, we get that up there, and I go down to the bottom of the steps. And I can't remember what I grabbed, but I started coming up. And you know how when you're walking up steps, you're looking – kind of down at your feet and make sure you're not going to trip. And the, the last second I looked up and there's Tommy shoals whipping around the corner. And if we wouldn't, um, have both looked up at that very instant, there would have been a huge wipeout, and I probably would have been kicked out of the show.
0: Oh my goodness. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it didn't happen. Thank God. Um, It didn't happen, so um, I'm thankful for that.
0: We'll be back with more after this on The Mike Wagner Show. Hey, everyone, it's Mike Wagner from The Mike Wagner Show. If you like what we play, if you love great guests and enjoy lots of fun, then how would you like to be a sponsor of my show? We're looking for businesses to be part of the great show and a great way to let people know about what you do. If you're a singer, writer, actor, author, or an interesting person with a great product and looking for exposure, you've come to the right place. Call me or text at 701-301-7705 or email to mike at themikewagnershow.com and I'll get you set up with the right sponsor package. Don't delay. Do it today. Looking for a professional website without breaking your budget? Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blows the competition away. Call today at eight hundred three zero three three nine six zero 303 3960 or email to support at dot Studios.com. Enter the Mike Wagner show and get 10% off your first order. Sonic Web Studios take your image to the next level. Now, Back to the Mike Wagner Show at the Mike Wagner Show.com, powered by sonicwebstudios.com. Studios.com. So it's, it's a good thing he didn't look back, as the Boston would sing.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Don't look back.
0: Oh, that's, that's so funny. <laughs> okay, we're here with guitarist Billy Craig from Brownsville Station, and um, we also wanted to hit upon a couple of your earlier projects, Psychedelic Rodeo, and of course, I love this school, and of course, um, they're also uh, very interesting. So, tell us a little bit about both of those.
1: Uh, well, the the my third album, uh, my my second album was "Next Exit Paradise." My third album was "Psychedelic Rodeo," uh, and then my the one I just released is "Sonic Tunesmith." But for about eight years, I put together a show for elementary kids and released an album that kind of went along with that and toured that show, uh, uh, actually doing about, I don't know, like eight, anywhere from eight to 10 shows a week. Hmm. Yeah, I was real, real busy with that. And that was, was kind of, that was working out well because, you know, I would do those shows during the, uh, the spring, and the fall. And then, you know, um during the that kind of school year and then you know when it got to be spring that's when we pick up on the brownsville station shows
0: and when so and and what inspired you to work with elementary kids i'm sorry what inspired you to work with elementary kids and being at an elementary school and playing
1: well uh you know what inspired me was i uh, i have two boys and my younger one came home from school one day, and he goes, "Dad, I, school's boring." And I'm like, "You know what that that's not a good attitude." And I thought about it, thought about it, and I wrote this song called "I Love this School." Mm-hmm. You know, so I played it for him and and it just kind of go and it just kind of one thing after another, all of a sudden, I wrote another song and wrote another song, and before he knew it, I had, all these songs and the show was actually uh, different characters because I would start out as a country guy. Then I turned into a hip hop uh, dude and like superhero guy. And then I turned into uh, I morphed into a full blown rap guy and then a classic rock guy. And then I turned back into me and these kids would just go I mean, they were really, really noisy because i go in with a full, you know, uh, big speakers, a bunch of guitars, and I had full backing tracks. It sounded like a concert. So it it was really a small concert for, for kids.
0: Oh, that's very nice. It must be one of your favorite projects, or would you somehow consider it challenging, or where do you rank it? That sounds very interesting what you did.
1: Well, it was very, very high energy, and and I and I do have to say, I didn't strike out once. I went in and and, and kids, you can't uh, you can't let them rest for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you gotta you gotta give them everything you got, and you can't let up. And and with that show, it was a forty-five minute show, and uh, it was all high energy, and I you know it was a good workout to be honest with you. And uh, it it did really well. We did. I did it for uh, eight nine years, and and there was a point where I just got kind of got tired of uh, traveling, and and I just kind of had to uh, retire that show. To be honest with you,
0: mm-hmm. it, it did it did seem like fun as it went on, and of course this just popped in my um, head as well too. You know, going from Brown Station, to Station, to country, what fluency of going to country.
1: Well, you know, I, I always. Um, like, as I said uh, earlier, I started doing uh, gigs when I was in the eighth grade, and we didn't do, you know, I mean, we didn't do big rock shows. We we played for weddings, high school dances, and parties, and when we did the weddings, we had to play everything, and it, we didn't just play rock and roll. We played rock and roll, and polkas, and, and a lot of country as well, so... I was very familiar with country and there's a lot of artists that I really enjoyed, you know. One of them w- Willie Nelson and or the Oak Ridge Boys and mm. that kind of stuff. And um basically what happened is uh a friend from uh Nashville, uh, we started writing a bunch of songs and it just got to uh where I really enjoyed the idiom and and uh it was just one of those things where I just kind of fell into that genre and, and started writing in that way. And it, it just fits my voice better. And and uh, it's a lot of fun to do.
0: It does sound like it, too. And of course, we have a couple of minutes here before we wrap up. What do you consider a most memorable moment besides what happened with um, the lead singer from Boston up on the uh, stairs of the stage?
1: Well, you know what? With the last show we did with Brownsville uh, was with Ted Nugent, and it was it was pretty cool because we were playing. Well, there's actually a couple of the things that was pretty interesting, but and we we were playing, we were doing our show, and about two, three songs into the show, I looked to the side of the stage, and there's Ted Nugent standing right there watching. So I and I'm, I, I looked over and I go, oh, wow, there's Ted Nugent, and I just turned and I said, okay, put the foot to the me- the pedal to the metal and and uh, and we, we it was one of our best shows.
0: That is amazing, and of course I'm sure Ted uh, had a nice big smile on his face. It's like, yeah, way to go.
1: <laughs> you know what? Uh, Ted and his wife were uh, over there, and they were really enjoying themselves. I do have to say that, but. There, uh, Ted and and uh, Michael, they go way back in Bronzeville. I mean, they've done shows together for all the way back to the early '70s, probably even late '60s. Mm-hmm. So, so they're very, very familiar with each other. And him and Michael are like, you know, they're they're rock and roll brothers. You know,
0: that is something too. And of course, you know, before we let you go, and uh, we know you're a really busy guy here. Tell us about your upcoming projects, what's your website, and how they contact you.
1: Well, if you, uh, Sonic Tune Smith is actually available on iTunes and Amazon, uh, really any digital delivery service, you can go there. But if you go to Billy Craig uh, Music, it's billycraigmusic.us, you'll see all the information right there.
0: All right, that'd be all right, that'd be great. And, of course, we're looking forward to more of your work, Billy. Thank you very much for your time, and uh, looking forward to having you on again. It's been great.
1: Mike Wagner, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time, and thanks for bringing me on the show.
0: You've been listening to The Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios at the themikewagnershow.com. Visit sonicwebstudio.com today for all your web design needs. If you would like to be a sponsor of The Mike Wagner Show, Call or text at 701-301-7705 or email to mike at com. If you're a listener and would like to support our program, visit the mikewagnershow.com and click on the support button and donate today. Thanks for listening and tune in again next time on The Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com.